0: Welcome to the motherhood journey, I am so glad that you're here. This is a space where we allow the daily joys and the tough moments to shape us and build us into the beautiful and powerful women that God originally designed us to be. Let's walk this out mamas. let's enjoy the journey of motherhood and see it as the blessing that it is. Hello beautiful champions, I'm back here sharing another thought. I hope that you're all going well. Um, I feel like the Lord has been challenging my whole my heart so much on the concept of release. Um, now, I might be talking about it in a way that you haven't considered release before. It can be meaning so many things, I'm sure. But it's been an important word for me. I feel like it's easy as mums to... Um, I, don't, I don't want to necessarily say be pent up because it's not that um, that is something that I'm feeling at all. (laughs) But um, I'm just trying to explain a concept that I feel like I think it's easy as mums with a lot of responsibility and a lot of need and demand in our lives to hold onto things quite tightly if it is physical or emotional. And I want to dive in today about the journey I've been on with it and hope that that will inspire you guys that if you have anything that you feel like you hold on to in an unhealthy way um or a place where you've held tightly and it's allowed pride to grow there fear anger all those sorts of things that I've realized has been coming up in my heart um I feel like the Lord has grace graciously and gently been working on me to be able to break those things down and become released and kind of calm and something that popped to my mind which is um funny is i find i often like hold tension or squeeze my pelvic floor um i wouldn't even say necessarily in times of stress i'm just like chilling and then I'm like oh my gosh I'm like all tight down there um I don't know if you as a girl or I think mainly it's after you have children if you've noticed that at all maybe it's just a pregnancy thing I don't know but I was like wow isn't this so interesting I love like everything that's connected to the depth of who we are in the design of being a woman because even thinking the other day like I was teaching Hayes and know about how God created Eve differently to Adam and how it was interesting how he did those two um processes and how Eve is like a woman and how part of our name is literally womb. Um, and we are different to men because we have a a womb. Like we have the ability to hold life in us. And uh, I just was like, just dreaming, I guess, enjoying how awesome it is that we have a womb. And I just think society has just broken that and degraded that so much as, um, something that isn't, a huge part of the identity of who women are because they're trying to fight for really good things to give women worth outside of bringing forth life. But I think that there's a huge missing in that God, from obviously the very beginning, designed women different to man, as we've talked a lot on this podcast about our different roles. It doesn't change our value, but different roles. Um, that. A woman so much of who god made her to be and why god made women instead of just leaving the world being full of men um was because we have a womb we have this supernatural ability to create life and i think it's so challenging and interesting for me like right now i'm pregnant with my fourth child and I um, have had a lot of bleeding in this pregnancy and I've never had that before and we've had a few scares. We're really sitting before the Lord and praying for the life and safety of this child and I thank God so much that this child is still doing well, although I've been bleeding every day for a while now and my heart goes out to anyone who have not had those results. I'm, I'm so sorry and I hope this isn't triggering to you and I just honor you in the journey you've been on and the redemption that I know God has for each person in this area. And I still am standing in faith for my sweet child through everything my body's going through right now. But I think it's just been really interesting having that occur in my pregnancy right now as it does make me more aware of the um, value and depth of what I hold in my body and not to just take it for granted um, but it brings such an honor that I get to hold this child and that its life is out of my hands. And the only thing I can do is stand in faith and align myself with the God of healing and truth, who I know his will is for life at all times. But I also surrender to um, his goodness, no matter what circumstances we go through as a family. And so it's this balance of trust and faith, which is the whole Christian journey. Wow, massive. Anyway, side tangent, but I'm just sharing <laughs> the power and importance that we Get to have a superpower of creating human life that nothing else can do. Obviously, like I'm teaching Hayes right now in homeschool, the difference between living and non-living things. And in the scientific world, it's not like everything God made is living. Like dirt is not living, but uh, trees are because they have four categories. It's like able to grow, able to reproduce, um, able to eat and able to move. So for example, dirt can't reproduce, but a tree can because it drops seeds. So anyway, it's really interesting teaching her the difference between two concepts, but we've been discussing a lot how only God can create things that can be alive. Whereas humans, no matter how hard they try, everything we make is always dead. Literally, we cannot create a plant. We cannot create anything that is alive. And yet the one thing we can create as humans, bringing an egg and a sperm together, is another human life out of nothing comes everything a human that grows and lives and dreams and makes mistakes and conquers and we believe gives in hope that they have their heart to Jesus and lives for eternity anyway we have just an incredible superpower and I just honor so much that that is a huge part of our role our identity our value in this world that God created anyhow, I'm going off onto a tangent with women. I don't even know I'm talking about women, but I'm kind of talking about the pelvic floor and how, um, women have pelvic floor. I don't know if men do. I'd assume not. Anyway, you probably know more than me, but often I hold tension in my pelvic floor and I'm like, isn't that incredible? Because I, as a woman can hold tension there. And I'm going to say for the point of this podcast, men can't, even though maybe they have one. Um, but I hold tension there and I'm just honoring that that is a part of me that makes me a woman and I think if I'm holding tension in that area that I don't know to me is a sign and alarm that I am needing to grow and journey in my identity as a woman because that's out of whack I shouldn't be squeezing that part of my body I guess um so it's been a really beautiful journey for me these last few weeks because we've been in this tiny cabin before we moved to our proper house and a lot of things have been brought up Between me and the kids, between me and Brad, I think we're living in this very small area and having everything stripped from us. We haven't had water. We've had a compost toilet that stinks every day. We have power cutting off every day at some point or reception off. Like we're all in one room and it is like 34 degrees right now. It's so hot. So... Lots of challenge, lots of cool beauties, but it's awesome because in the hard times, God brings forth maybe things that if we were continuing to live in our Sydney life, we would have never thought or focused on because we're so in our own lane, doing our own thing and not allowing things to be disrupted. Um, So it's been beautiful and I feel like God has been teaching me a bit about the power and importance of physical and emotional release in my heart. And I just want to share with you guys a big introduction. So I was realizing the other day when we went to this huge market um, in like an hour away from us, I got super overwhelmed being in this market with loud noises and something I struggle with a lot is being overstimulated. When I have a lot of noise and sound, it just makes my head pop off. Maybe that's why I moved to the country, to a farm that's so beautifully just covered in trees rather than like a city or like shopping areas. I just don't like those places naturally. But anyway, my head popped off and I just lost it. And I was just like, ah, I can't do anything. And I don't understand. And I was just like upset at Brad and just couldn't talk to the kids. And I just was like, what is wrong with me? And I definitely went down the line of like, come on, Ellie, like you're better than this. You've grown so much. Like, why are you treating people you love the most in a way that you don't agree with? And this is not God in his spirit. And ah, like, why am I functioning in the flesh right now? I don't want to be, but my emotions are so strong. And just, it was just a convicting, frustrating time. But anyway, me and Brad had this great talk about it. And I realized from my upbringing, something that I do is that when I'm overwhelmed, I go in fight or flight. I obviously step into fear and I push away. So I choose anger or um, not yelling anger, but just like anger in my own heart that usually comes out through crying or having a bad tone, Um, anger and push away. So I'd be like, I just like, I just can't talk to anyone or like just push everything away because I'm trying to protect myself and Brad was like I don't understand Ellie like if you just came to me and you were super like real and vulnerable and humble and just gentle then I I want to support you I want to be there for you I want to help you like um and I was just like I know but in that moment of, like, stress and overwhelm, that is the last thing I want to do, like, and I was like, because I'll burst into tears, Brad, and he's like, cool, who cares if you cry, I'm like, me, I don't want to cry, like, I don't want to break down, and he's just like, but Ellie, don't you see that you're not even getting the end result you want, and you're just lost and confused, rather than submitting into humility, and that really impacted me, and I realized over the next few days that so often when the children overwhelm me, or something pops up in my mind, I can become very, like, harsh or like reactive rather than responsive and I realized how much it impacted my children. I've been struggling a lot with discipline and authority in this move because the kids are acting up more they're not having their normal sleep everything's different and I'm finding that was a really big tricky thing for me last week and I realized changing everything this week after having this revelation the kids are almost back to normal. I'm like feeling so normal like I used to and just strong and like loving and empowering most of the time and I realized one of the big switches I needed to do in my heart was to in those moments of hardship not push away but come close and calm myself down and be a calm confident leader to my children rather than a harsh kind of stressed (laughs) mom which sounds so obvious but for some reason for me I had to really process that because when Brad first brought it to me I was like I agree and I get that but it is the opposite of my flesh because I feel afraid I don't want to be rejected in that moment when I'm already feeling so vulnerable that I'd rather protect myself and act angry and harsh and push people away than give people the chance to help me in that moment. I was too scared to be vulnerable. And when he brought up all these concepts of these words that I'm like, they are things that I thought I was flourishing in, like humility, which in some aspects I am. But when he brought this, I was like, wow, I'm really, um, Turned away and turned off, being humble and and um, vulnerable and gentle in moments that I am struggling, and I realised I need to bring that to God and walk with Him, Him in that and be really honest with Him. And I was like, Lord, like I actually think some of my hardest moments in life and when I'm facing hard things you, of course, are always faithful. Your word says you're always there. You're always for me. And I'm realizing more and more that those moments, it's never that God walks away or God just wasn't there or where's God right now? He's just not talking to me. It's actually the positioning of my heart, the soil that I'm allowing to stand in that moment. And I am choosing to push him away in my own faith journey in times that I am functioning in more pride or anger, which is a natural result of my flesh, my upbringing, the things I've been trained in, the natural habits that I fall into. But how awesome to be aware of that spiritually and in all ways, like the way I might function in a stressful time with my kids or the way I might function with God when something hard happens in life, to not to always live an open release posture, like how powerful would that be? Because then we are choosing love over fear. Then we are choosing the spirit over the flesh. Like a really good friend of mine was sharing the other day with me that when we choose um, to function in selfishness, which is of the flesh, then we actually, it's not that we're like in the spirit, but we're taking a break for a moment. We're actually turning our back from the spirit and turning our back from the the power and the blood of the cross um, and saying, actually, no, right now, I don't want you. And I actually deny, in a sense, your blood, God, and what you've done for me, I'm taking charge and I'm doing things my way for a minute. Because Romans says that we can't function in the spirit and the flesh at the same time. So we're actually cutting off the spirit and the functioning of the spirit when we function in this rebellious, prideful, I push away because I need to protect myself. Like, Kaka's woken up, so I'm going to have to go. But um, that for me has just been a big mind shift. And I'm just like, wow, like if I can work on believing God's peace is permanent for me. And in those moments of hardship and stress and just disruption that comes up against me, if I can even physically just relax my shoulders, relax my pelvic floor and say, I'm safe. I actually have time to choose how I'm going to respond. And I can be the calm person I want to be. And I can press in and believe that I'm functioning in the spirit, not just allow my natural fleshly reactions to take over. So that's my thought about release, <laughs> as hopefully you can't hear scream, screaming bad me. I'm going to go him now. But um, I hope that that can bless you as you process what release might mean for your own life or areas you might be holding tight that you could actually be vulnerable in, in whatever journey that looks like we've gone. All right, I'm going to pray a few Legends, with Mr. Kaikai Kai here. Um, Lord, thank you for the power of your word, and thank you for the power of doing things your way. You are so good, God. You are literally for us. If we just follow your word and your way in an authentic journey with you, Lord, everything always turns out better. Your spirit comes. Your spirit's always here, but I think the opening up to your spirit is enabled. And you just work your incredible power and you release things that we, on our own, could never release. Like, Father, if we just force ourselves to stop being stressed or force ourselves to learn how to be more vulnerable, it just... We end up just running around in corners, in corners, in circles and just feel so powerless. But when we just surrender and submit and release ourselves to you, you do it all. It's really just a journey of receiving your goodness and your love. And it's always you. It's always you, God, never us. And I just love that. And I just pray that you grow in each of us, mamas, an ability to be yours more to see you more, to focus on you more, to put our intent to you and to just ask the Spirit to be our guide, to, to help us. If we walk in the ways of the Spirit, we will not gratify the desires of the flesh. If we try not to gratify the desires of the flesh, we will not be able to do it. But it is your Spirit. It's just It's literally a journey of grace, and I just praise you for that, God. You're so good. Um, thank you for your faithfulness. Thank you for your kindness and your humility and your joy and your love. I pray you would fuel, feel and bless each of these mums in Jesus' name. Amen. If you enjoyed tuning in today, subscribe here and connect with me over on Instagram where you can DM me or find my email as I'd love to connect deeper and pray with you.